Are you looking to wager on all the big games in the world of sports? NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, golf. You've got the World Series winner that you can pick right now. Oh, by the way, Bet Online, it's horse racing season as well. And our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Bet Online is your continued source for all the wagering needs you, you want, including the live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. And it's really easy to join. Okay, just get started today. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Make a splash this May with a new spa from MyHotTub.com. Inventory available now, so choose from over 50 spas. These prices are slashed to move fast. MyHotTub.com located in Destiny, USA. Hurry, these spas won't last. What's going on, everybody? Paul Bissonette here from the Spit and Chicklets podcast and now the TNT broadcast. I just want to give everybody a shout out and make sure you tune in to the ML Sports Platter. Hey guys, this is Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter is back with you all over the major platforms. Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer, you name it. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. For example, if you have an Apple iPhone, just go to your podcast button. It's purple can't find it go to your app store type in podcasts and once you're there hit search type in ml sports platter and hit follow show or subscribe depending on what kind of smartphone you have and from there you will get new and archived episodes with the likes of paul bissonette bob casas adrian wojnarowski best-selling authors like armin katan and ian o'connor baseball hall of famers eric wood you name it they've been on the ml sports platter so get the new and archived episodes today into your smartphone device. We are brought to you by our great friends at Rosie's Corner, Burton Ace Hardware, and Burn Dairy. Head on over to your participating Burn Dairy if you're in and around central New York. Gas up your vehicle, and of course, you can grab that delicious pizza or some subs for lunch or dinner. And of course, those donuts and the coffee on the way to work, yeah, they're to die for. So head on over to Burn Dairy today. And also a big tip of the cap, thank you to Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company, the Syracuse Fitness Store, and... Bowers and Company CPAs. All right, let's get into a couple more teams uh, recapping their NFL drafts. So I'm going to take the Cowboys and Vikings in this episode and kind of break down what each team did and, uh, you know, all the things that you've been listening to, you know, that I've done with all the other teams uh, I'm going to do here. Uh, And I have decided that I'm going to do all the teams eventually. So even if like in a week or two you hear a podcast, you're like, oh, the draft was like a month ago. Why are you doing because the NFL is an everyday topic, okay? The NFL is king. We talk NFL football every single day of every calendar year now. It's the biggest thing going. It's going to keep getting bigger. And so I'm going to do Dallas and Minnesota uh, in, in this one. And, um, you know, that'll complete uh, the NFC East. It'll be the Giants, Eagles, 
uh, Cowboys and Washington, Washington Commanders. Did all those. Packers, Minnesota. Uh, Pats and Jets in the east of the AFC. Kansas City uh, Chiefs. And then the entire NFC West uh, will have been completed after I finish this particular podcast. And I will roll through all the other ones here in the coming weeks as well. So let's get to Dallas first. And, you know, a team, again, that last year severely underachieved, a team that consistently is picked, uh, you know, to do a lot more than they really always, you know, always do, at least since the Aikman, Smith, Irvin, you know, 90s years with Jimmy Johnson and company. Um, I don't really know how else to say it besides the the Cowboys just had a really bland draft. Um you know, offensive tackle Tyler Smith. I, I think I like that pick. Um, you know, you get a big left tackle who, if he comes into the league from Tulsa at six five three twenty five, you know, with the hands and the ability that he has to bury defenders in the run game, he's got size and speed and length and all that sort of thing. He has the potential, perhaps, to be a franchise right blindside uh, protector. Um, got to get better with hand placement, though. He struggles there. I mean, big time. Um, he's nasty. He's mean. He's physical. Um, and you know, I think opinions are really mixed here for this pick. Um, you know, the Cowboys lost Connor Williams. They lost Lyle Collins. They lost, uh, uh, those guys. And Smith has the potential to, uh, really satisfy a need at both guard and tackle. But I think they're envisioning him perhaps as being a cornerstone franchise tackle. Um, I just am not sure I would have taken him. You know, I, I, I'm not sure that, um, you know, at, at 24, I mean, couldn't I have gotten something way better, you know? Um, you know, I realized that the Bills traded up to, you know, ahead of you, got Kyer Elam. Uh, I realized that Dallas's defense is pretty well set for, for the most part. Um, but, you know, I, I almost think that you could have taken Tyler Linderbaum from Iowa, you know, a center, um, you know, which is more of a value pick. Um, to me, it makes a lot of sense if you were to go, um, you know, safety even and grab Daxton Hill, um, you know, out of, out of Michigan, um, an edge rusher in George Karloftis, I don't think would have hurt you. Cause even for your defense being as good as it was a season ago, you know, you can still add pieces and, and be even more dominant. Um, you know, goodness. I don't know. I, I think they could have done a lot more than Tyler Smith. Let's just put it like that. But again, all of these things are predictions. We'll have to see what happens as we move forward. Um, but just was not a really sexy pick at 24 uh, in the first round for Dallas. I mean, you know, I definitely could have used the best player on the board, um, you know, situation and taken any number of guys I just mentioned or, or trade up a pick or two. Uh, the Cowboys had a ton of draft capital. So I'm even thinking, geez, you know, you could have gone up and gotten another weapon for Dak. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I just didn't really love that pick. And frankly, the rest of this draft I don't really like. Sam Williams, an outside linebacker of Ole Miss, okay, like we'll see what he does second round. I don't know anything about all these guys. I've never heard of most of these players. Uh, Jalen Tolbert from South Alabama is a wide receiver. Again, who knows? He could turn into Julian Elliman for all we know. But right now, I mean, why didn't you get a wide receiver in the first round, you know? Um, especially with Dallas's, you know, overall roster. I mean, when you look at this offense right now, okay, and you see what, what they have, 
there is still obviously a lot to like. We've talked about this team ad nauseum for years and years and years, right? When you look at the offensive side of the football, okay, you like, obviously, a couple of guys. You know, you like C.D. Lamb. You know, you like Michael Gallup. Of course, Cooper is no longer there. But to me, like, in an offensive world with the available wide receivers that were there, why not go out and get somebody to, you know, basically be another big-time stretch-the-field guy uh, and, and, and a guy who can absolutely positively replace, you know, uh, Amari Cooper. I mean, because Amari Cooper, he, you trade him to Cleveland, he's 27 years old, he's in his prime as a, as, as a wide receiver. I mean, he's a fantastic, fantastic player. And you still have some good wideouts, but you know what? Like, you've got Zeke Elliott, you've got Pollard, uh, you have uh, uh, Gallup, you've got CeeDee Lamb. To me, you go out and get one of these big-time big time wide receivers, even trading up because you have so much capital, that makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, maybe you give them a second rounder this year and your first round pick and you move up to get, I don't know, Jahan Dotson. Um, you know, aggressiveness usually can get rewarded if you pick and know your guy. Um, I just, man, alive. I mean, a thir- South Alabama wide receiver in the third round when you could have gotten maybe one of the elite guys in this class just doesn't make a lot of sense. They took Wisconsin tight end Jake Ferguson uh, in the fourth round. Uh, Matt Woletsko out of North Dakota. I don't even know who he is. Offensive tackle in the fifth round. Same thing with Deron Bland, Fresno State cornerback. Um, again, maybe you could have packaged up two. I mean, you had four picks in the fifth round. Maybe you could have taken two or three of those and and moved. Well, maybe not three, but two, certainly. And your first rounder and a second rounder and gotten way up in the draft and gotten... I don't know, Garrett Wilson, <laughs> you know, you could have traded up and gotten Chris Olave. I don't know, man. I, I, I just, I don't know. And, and you know what? If you want to beef up the offensive line, okay, um, then, then, then take more guards and tackles in, in, in the third and fourth round, right? You know, and then, gosh, and then in the fifth round, you know, Damone Clark is, I think, a potentially really good player in a steal out of LSU, an inside linebacker. I mean, you talk about playing on the big stage, taking, you know, taking hits and fighting with the biggest and best of them in college football, Georgia, Bama, et cetera. Um, he's a really, really quick player, um, and, and he could be a ferocious uh, a player from a depth perspective right out of the right out of the shoot in year one. He's 6'3", 240 pounds. He's just got an unbelievable frame, long, keeps blockers off his frame. He closes well, great tackler. We know LSU guys are that. Um, he did go uh, undergo spinal fusion on March 24th, and he's probably going to miss um, a quite a big chunk of this season upcoming. I mean, let's be honest. That that injury, you know, you're probably looking at 12, 14 games out. Is it worth it at that point at the back end to, to uh, you know, to play a couple of games to get your feet wet? Probably not. Uh, we might be looking at an entire 2022 season missed. Um but I think down the line, maybe he's the inside linebacker version of Jamison Williams, right? Like you're out the entire year, you get healthy, you bounce back. Certainly the defense with Micah Parsons and company, uh, he could be a really, 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 really good player for the Dallas Cowboys. I, that's really the only pick I love for Dallas in this draft, to be quite honest with you. Um, just They just did not do a lot in this draft for me. Now I could be proved wrong. We'll see what happens down the line. Uh, and then they rounded it out with John Ridgeway from Arkansas, defensive tackle in the fifth round. Don't know who he is. 
and then Devin Harper, an Oklahoma State inside linebacker. Um, so they, they went heavy inside linebacker and in this draft. They went heavy linebacker overall in this draft because they took Sam Williams out of Ole Miss, and then they took two inside linebackers. And, you know, you look at this Dallas Cowboy defense, and you're kind of looking at it, and you're, you're, you're kind of scratching your head, right? You're kind of scratching your head at those picks because, as I mentioned, this is an offensive league. You need more help for Dak Prescott. Now, Dak Prescott, to me, uh, is the jury still out? Maybe a little bit. I was having a hard time last year figuring out if I if I was all in on him, if he could be an elite quarterback in this league. Um, I've decided that I don't think he can be. I think he's going to be the second deck of quarterbacks after Mahomes and Brady and Allen and, and that group. Um, he's still pretty good, and I think you could get him a lot more help offensively especially when you look at the linebacker position right now um, with this team. I don't think you needed to take three linebackers. Um, you've got Leighton Vanderesh. You've got a, a, a developing player, I would say, without question, in Luke Gifford. Uh, you've got Dante Fowler Jr. there. You've got you know the hybrid sort of edge deal who can also play linebacker in Micah Parsons. Uh, you have a lot of options there. So I don't know, again, taking three guys – at inside linebacker and outside linebacker, respectively, when you could have easily used a couple of picks, drafted up, gotten aggressive, and grabbed maybe a game-breaking type of a player, especially considering the fact that you don't have Amari Cooper now. So uh, just a, a bad draft for Dallas, I thought. You know, at least on paper and, and what my prediction is, did not like anything really that they did. Before I get to the Minnesota Vikings draft recap, a quick message from our friends at... Carvel of North Syracuse. It's officially ice cream season in Central New York, and the locally owned and operated Carvel of North Syracuse welcomes you to come in and grab their bunny and egg-shaped cakes, along with a four-pack of hip-hop bunnies. Everything at Carvel of North Syracuse is made fresh, so no matter what kind of treat or design you want, they make it happen. Carvel is open seven days a week. Brewerton Road, North Syracuse, America's favorite since 1934, and open Easter Sunday. So go get your bunny and egg cakes, or those Four packs of hip-hop bunnies. All right, the ML Sports Platter here brought to you by the Allen Angus Pub. Make sure you get on over there. Home of the best darn Angus burger in town. And hey, congratulations going out to the Allen Angus Pub yet again for winning the Burger of the Year in New York State. And I'm telling you, if you're in and around Central New York, you got to get on over to the Allen Angus Pub. Burgers, wraps, toasted ravioli appetizer, delicious homemade soup and salads, Tremendous, tremendous, tremendous place to eat before and after all of the big events in central New York. Uh, it's terrific. It just really is. They've got awesome sides, pub chips, fries, and tater tots. Again, Syracuse Pub in uh, central New York named Best Burger Joint in New York State for the sixth time. And uh, be sure to go like them on Facebook and read all about it. But congrats to Ann, Randy, Matt, the Beach family. They are absolutely terrific people. And uh, they are the number one burger joint in New York State. Yet again, they win Best Burger uh, in the New York competition by the State Beef Council on Monday afternoon uh, last week. And, uh, of course, they uh, ousted uh, just a ton of different uh, different places uh, and a few in the Final Four as well. The Holy Smokers Burger, of course, is the one that won it. And so you can go try that. Uh, it's on the menu right now. And uh, it's just an amazing burger. They're incredible people, a great business. AllenAngusPub.com for more information. Congrats to the Al and Angus Pub. All right, let's get to the Minnesota Vikings. All right. And I thought the Minnesota Vikings really 
had a, a an interesting draft um, fr- from a couple different perspectives. One, this is a team that, you know, they're a good team. They're a team that's obviously eyeing the playoffs. They're kind of always in that area, uh, whether they just make it or just miss it. Um, the, <laughs> the problem, of course, is that you have Kirk Cousins as your quarterback, right? I mean, let's be honest. I just mentioned uh, some things in, in a past podcast about Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill is a nice player. Nice player. He gets the postseason, sure. But can he get you over the hump? Can he win a Super Bowl? I mean, you need to have so much help around him, right? It's not even funny, um, you know, in order to to get to the Super Bowl. You almost have to have like a Brad Johnson, Trent Dilfer type of situation. But I thought the Vikings had an interesting draft, and I thought they had a solid draft. Lewis Seen is going to be a great pro. I mean, that's all there is to it. We know that Georgia last year had one of the great single-season defenses in the history of college football. There's no doubt about it. And while Trayvon Walker and Jordan Davis and a host of others get a ton of the accolades, Lewis Seen's a pretty good, darn good player. And he's a safety who's big, fast, strong, and athletic, 6'2", 200 pounds. And he is at his best when he's ranging and playing center field, right? Single high look because he's a great instinct player. He's got top-end speed. And, you know, he's not as effective matching up in the man coverage. He's great when he's just out there. And I'll tell you what, I think he's going to be a tremendous, tremendous fit. He's an awesome tackler. He fills the alley quickly, and he really doesn't miss a tackle and run support. He can come up in the play. He knows when to, when not to. Uh, Watching some highlights with him, uh, you know, last year um I just he's really good uh he's a really really good player and um you know 32nd overall of course from Minnesota picking there uh you know moving and shaking and all the rest um you know from the Rams through Detroit to get this pick uh he's a day one starter that's all there is to it uh scene should step right into the starting spot uh again he'll be opposite Harrison Smith and Xavier Woods of course signed with Carolina so just a really really good pick for Minnesota uh, again, I thought they had a really solid draft, and it starts with Lewis Seen, the terrific safety out of Georgia. Uh, checks a box for need, checks a box for best player perhaps on the board, right? That's what Minnesota probably thought. Um, they got to get faster on defense. I, he just he, he brings so much to the table for Minnesota. Then you look at the Minnesota Vikings. They're secondary. You need a lot of help there, right? Well, guess what? They went out and got Andrew Booth Jr., a cornerback out of Clemson. I've loved Watching him at Clemson, I think he's a really, really good pro, um, a really good pro prospect, rather. Um, you know, again, six foot, 200 pounds, kind of the same build. He's ranked fourth overall for that position, and he's just an explosive, sudden athlete with body control, great hands, awesome short burst, and, um, you know, he's a scheme versatile corner for sure. Uh, played a ton of coverages at Clemson. He's easy to coach, playmaker instincts. Um he probably was a first-round talent until the injuries in the pre-draft pushed him uh, you know, down the board, but I think that the Vikings possibly stole this guy. Uh, if healthy, he can push for a starting job immediately, and the Vikings have a chance to make up for some big-time misses at corner in the past with this selection. I, I think this pick is absolutely amazing for Minnesota. The first two picks are just absolutely terrific. Ed Ingram gets picked offensive guard from LSU in the second round. In the third round, 
Brian Asamoah out of Oklahoma, an inside linebacker that has pretty good instincts and can play side to side. Uh, Akalib uh, Evans out of Missouri, a corner taken in the fourth round. Um, you've got, I have no idea who this is and how to pronounce his name, Asizi Otomewo, maybe, out of Minnesota, defensive end. I probably butchered it. Um, but again, the Vikings need help front, middle, and center, right? So they addressed all of those needs, especially with the first two picks, two guys who can be day one starters in terms of getting seen, and, of course, Andrew Booth Jr. Uh, they take Ty Chandler, North Carolina running back in the fifth round, uh, Vidarian Lowe out of Illinois, an offensive tackle in the sixth round, Jalen Naylor out of Michigan State, a wide receiver, and then they go tight end with Nick Muse out of South Carolina in the seventh round. But their bread was buttered to me with the first two picks. These two guys that they got are absolute, could, well, I think Seen is a really, really good player and could be an unbelievable steal and value pick. And then you look at Andrew Booth Jr. and you're like, whoa, you know, like this is just, this is, I mean, if you're a Vikings fan, you've got to be super, super pumped up about these guys. Now, again, the problem is with this club is you're a decent team, right? You're like around a 10-win team, 9-10, 11-win team. Um, you can get to the postseason. Kirk Cousins can put up four to 5,000 yards a season. That's nice, right? He's a nice quarterback. Uh, many teams would love to just be the Vikings, right? I mean, the Jets and Giants right now would like to be, not historically for the Giants, but this minute they would like to be because, you know, they're in the playoff hunt every single year. Uh, many times they make the playoffs. Um, Kirk Cousins is better than probably 10 to 15 quarterbacks in the NFL. But if you're at where the Vikings are, you know, and again, I believe this year is the, the last year of his deal. So, uh, pretty soon, I think they're going to have to start to look at really what they want to do with the quarterback position. I think next year, the Vikings should pull a Rams and just go out and get one of these guys in the NFL draft, trade the entire house to get somebody. Whether you think that's, you know, Young or Stroud or somebody else, uh, you got to go out and find your franchise quarterback there because until they get that guy, the elite tier guy, they're never going to win a Super Bowl. Hey, Kirk Cousins is a really, really good quarterback. He struggles a lot when the game matters, fourth quarter, throwing picks and all the rest. He misses guys, um, but he is a formidable quarterback. He is a top, you know, once you cut through, you know, Mahomes, Allen, Rodgers, Brady, you know, once you cut through the first seven, eight, nine, ten guys, you probably find the Dak Prescotts and the Kirk Cousinses, right? I mean, you, you probably do. I mean, you look at last year, how many people would like to have Kirk Cousins at 4,221 yards, 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions. I, I got to believe that there's a lot of teams out there that would love that production from their quarterback. There is absolutely no doubt about it. And if you look at his time uh, in the NFL, you know, especially here uh, with uh, the last couple of years there with Washington and, of course, the four years in Minnesota, you know, if you go back to 2015, he had. Look, just look at the yards, 4166, 4917, 4093, 4298, 3603, uh, uh, 4265, 4221. He's thrown for over 32,000 uh, 32, yards in the NFL. He has, um, you know, 223 touchdowns. The interceptions, he limited them in 2021. He limited them in 2019. But, you know, he's had double-digit interceptions, one, two, three, four, five. And it seems like they always come at the worst possible time. So Kirk Cousins, really nice player. Um, you know, not a guy who I think you can get to, uh, you know, really it can get you to the promised land. I, I don't think that that's the case. Um, 
you know, and you've got to look, you've got to clutter through uh, again, as I mentioned, once you get through, I mean, where would Kirk Cousins be on the quarterback list right now in the NFL, right? You know, I mean, you probably, I mean, do you want to throw in no particular order? We'll just list guys that are absolutely ahead of them, right? Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, right? Aaron Rodgers, okay? Um, Tom Brady. And then we have Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson. I would put Derek Carr ahead of him. I'd put Matt Stafford ahead of him. Do you put Kyler Murray ahead of him? You know, I probably do. That's 10. Okay, that's 10. That That's that's it, right? That's 10. Well, guess what? 4, 8, 12, 16, 20, 24, 28, 32 teams in the NFL. That's a third of the quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins, is he right there, you know, to name next, right? I mean, Joe Burrow, Lamar, Josh, and I don't think they forgot anybody here. Um, Allen, Lamar, Burrow. Rodgers, you know, you've got uh, Russell Wilson, Mahomes, Carr, Herbert, Stafford, and yeah, it's Stafford and uh, and obviously Kyler Murray. So I, I think you probably look at this and you say, okay, let's, you know, once we cut through the Brady's and all the rest, Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott are probably like 11 and 12, somewhere in that range, right? They're like the 10 to 15 ranked quarterbacks in the NFL, which is pretty good if you want to keep getting the playoffs and keep knocking on the door and all the rest. But once you get to the playoffs, you're not going to beat, you know, Matt Stafford and the LA Rams. You're not going to beat Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You're not going to, if you, God forbid, you know, got to a Super Bowl. I mean, are you going to beat Patrick Mahomes on the big stage? I, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't think Kirk Cousins can put together a ton of, um, you know, a ton of um, wins in the postseason. Uh, you know, I don't think he can do that together anyway. Uh, but I think for the most part, I do think for the most part, that the Minnesota Vikings had a very, very strong draft, and they add to an already pretty good roster. They have talented production on both sides of the football. You still have Dalvin Cook, who is an unbelievable threat every time he carries the football. Justin Jefferson, we already have learned, is a clear-cut, absolute number one. I would have actually, they have Thielen. I would actually like them to have gotten maybe another wide receiver uh, in this draft as well. Uh, the defense, though, again, they had a lot of guys with potential on this roster pre-draft. They did not have many, many pieces, cornerstone players. And I think with Seen and with Booth Jr. especially, I think the Vikings have gotten a couple of those players. I think those two picks were huge. They have, again, potential players. They have veteran players mixing and matching. They've either got veteran players like a Patrick Peterson and Harrison Smith, you know, or you've got rookies galore. Uh, I think these two guys, Osin and Smith, will be, uh, or Booth, excuse me, Booth Jr., uh, will be absolutely number one, uh, you know, clear-cut number one guys at their position right from the from the get-go. I think they're going to be day one starters. ML Sports Platter here brought to you by our great friends at Rosie's Corner. Stop by every single week for Fish Friday. Pair it with a mac and cheese coleslaw or fries. Rosie's Corner is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Route 11 in Brewerton. Make sure you go see my friends at Rosie's Corner. Tip of the cap, thank you as well to the Syracuse Fitness Store, Stumble and Monkey Brewing Company, and Brewerton Ace Hardware. Here, I mentioned Rosie's on Route 11. Before you get to Rosie's and pick up some lunch, pizza, wings, pasta, hot and cold subs, and more, right on the way, just a few hundred feet in front of Rosie's, is Brewerton Ace Hardware. And you can go there and check out all of the amazing deals at Brewerton Ace Hardware. It doesn't matter what you need. Air compressors and tools. 
brand new grills. They've got the biggest and best from all your name brands, including Black & Decker and a heck of a lot more. Uh, they've got your Miracle Grow. They have your uh, uh, shovel wood handles there. They've got weed whackers and lawnmowers. They have awesome steel patio sets. Um, they've got lawn swings. They have drills. They've got everything you possibly need. And oh, by the way, they carry a bunch of great things from local vendors like pickles, barbecue sauces, and a heck of a lot more at Brutonese Hardware, the best beef jerky that I've had around town as well. Get on over to Brutonese Hardware, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor, and a tip of the cap thank you as well to our good friends over at Camillus Golf Club, your State Farm agent Matt Graham and Brian Comboy of Mass Mutual New York State. Tax-efficient retirement planning. Go with Brian today. Advisors.massmutual.com. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.